we got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Ryan Battle coming up large at home. Listen here, DC. I put these hands on anybody that might go to sleep. A little bit on the chin, sits it down. I mean, come on, the power of that man. Just like we said, recycle, recycle. So I knew that it was going to be there. If I shoot it to the body, come back to the head with it. Muhammad, the mother, Usman! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to the UFC Unfiltered Podcast. How humiliating. As I start, Matt, my uh, air conditioning turns on. So now I have to, in an embarrassing fashion, turn it off so you don't have to hear the zzzz. In the back, we have uh, Muhammad Usman will be joining us in a little while, and um, we have Brian Battle in the waiting room. We'll be getting to him in just a moment. Fighting AJ Fletcher. Um, Looking forward to this show. We've had both of these guys on before, both before big wins. So we're good luck for these guys. We are very. We were yes. We're like they're we're they're rabbits. Rabbit's foot. Do people know what that is? The kids now. They do. Yeah. Good luck. Um, I don't think they do. How about that? I don't. How could no? Maybe they don't. Maybe you're right. I think we should do a poll. I think, well, I think Brian Battle will probably know. You know what an awful poll that would be, though? Do you know that what a rabbit the, foot means? Who would participate in that? That's, that's a terrible my, poll. That's going to be my question when I have to go to something. Yeah. Do you ever, do you know what a rabbit's foot is? I don't know. I, I actually, let's just delete that from everything. They are fighting on this card, Matt. This uh, this Saturday, Fazeev uh, versus uh, Gamrot. What a fight between Gamrot against uh, Rafael Fazeev. Uh, you got Bryce Mitchell, Dan Ige is the co-main, Green Rodriguez, Michelle Waterson, Gomez, and Brian hey, Battle, AJ. Is, I'm sorry, Matt, Matt, AJ Fletcher's on the uh, the uh, card. Ricardo Rom- uh, Ramos against yeah. Charles Jordan. What a fucking card, man. Man, Jimmy, what time did you get up this morning? Early. I, I am ashamed morning. to say I overslept because my phone died, so I was an hour late to my own radio show. I woke up at 8.15 because my phone battery died. My alarm never went off. You know, you know how... How, how Rocky wakes up at the crack of dawn and he crack open the eggs. He'd crack sure. open, drink it, and go down. It, see, it seemed so like hardcore. That was me this morning, but not eggs. I had my uh, my my protein powder. It was um birthday cake flavored, but oh, I yes. had in a shaker, and I felt kind of like Rocky. So I was like, I drank it down. But anyway, we have wow. Brian. Let's, yes, I, I hate to interrupt that story for Brian Battle, but let's get him in here. <laughs> I mean, we'd hate to have so much excitement up front and then the guests can't follow it. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness, you get me like Hey, there he is. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Brian. Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Good. Good to Boy, see you. What's man. going on, man? You look like David Lee Roth from this angle with your hair. You're a young man, too. Let me see. Turn your head to the side a little bit. Is it dyed? Oh, oh yeah. that, that makes all the sense in the world. From the from the first angle, it looked a little weird. You look good though, bro. I Thanks, wish man. I could have fucking hair to do shit like that. But you look good. You rocking. That's like uh, it's like you and Michael Jordan. You guys are the best bald looking guys I know. You know what I mean? Thank you, I'm Brian. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll take Here that. I, even though I don't believe it, I'll take it. That's <laughs> that's what happens when you get old. You're just like fuck it. Whatever he says, that's nice. I'll take it. Now we you obviously had long hair. Um, do you, do you like having, isn't it easier this way? Like without, it doesn't get in your face when you're fighting and doesn't stick to you when you're rolling. Oh man, it's, it's, it's so much more convenient. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, just the maintenance of it by itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all the, you know, different ways you got to take care of it. So it doesn't look like trash. And, um, yeah, like you said, when you, you know, cause there's, there's pros and cons when you got long hair, when you're, you're, you're grappling or you're fighting or whatever. Cause you know, people can't see your eyes, you know what I'm uh, saying? So they can't see where you're looking sometimes, you know what I mean? Uh, it's good for, you know, establishing rhythm and whatnot. Uh, yeah. but then, yeah, no, basically, um, any time and place it can get caught, it does get caught. You know what I'm saying? I've had my head get stuck in the cage underneath people's elbows. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh. someone stepping over. Yeah. So it's right, definitely yeah. overall more convenient having short hair. Well, look at Clay Guida. It's almost a part of him. Like when you watch him fight, you know that his hair is going to be just matted to him. And it just seems so distracting. But for some reason, it doesn't seem to bother him at all. Yeah. I mean, when, you, when, you, when you're training with it, you get used to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it it's a hundred percent more convenient. What what did make me laugh though was uh, you really figure out how many people weren't a fan of your hair after you cut your hair. You know, nah. what I'm saying? Like, people people were like, "Oh, you look so much better." And I was like, "Wait a minute, that's funny." Wait a minute. Now, did you get the opposite of that with maybe some anybody, maybe even some female fans saying, "Oh no, that oh. that glorious hair," because that also that also that hair, it can be argued that hair also when you have that flowing could uh, establish a rhythm with the ladies. <laughs> well, you know, listen, my my rhythm with the ladies is God given. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah. "Damn, made- fucking right, crying battle, damn right." Sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> Let me let me calm I, down. I'm a, I'm a married man. Let me calm oh, down. Oh yeah, so sure. Trouble, you well, know, you still so have the gift. You just don't use it. The gift is there. You just don't use it's, it. It's dormant. It's dormant. And, you know, we're trying to keep it that way. You know. Um. But no, there's definitely. Um. I mean, speaking of, I did an interview with Karen Bryant the other day, and she was talking about how much she uh, misses my long hair and everything like that. I'm like, don't say that to me. Don't yeah. say that to me. You're that breaking my heart right now. You know what, I mean? what what was the decision that made you to do it? Was it, did you just get sick of it and you're like this will be so much easier? Um, no, I actually whenever I it was generally like a win streak thing. As long as I was on a win streak, I kept growing my hair out. Uh, and so when I lost my fight to Renat, I was like, okay, right. well, you know, it's time to start all brand new. We gotta, uh, you know, I gotta reevaluate some things. I gotta figure out, you know, what I'm doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's time to. Uh, you know, trying to get rid of the old and with the new, you know what I'm Fresh saying? start. So, fresh start. And then 14 seconds later, you fucking, I mean, this might be, you might be the opposite of Samson. 
Your hair might have been a <laughs> You like, you cut that shit off. That now you look at you now. Look at you now. I mean, that fight, come on, man. You blink and you missed it. It was beautiful. No, it, it, it was funny. My that was the first combat sports thing my mom has ever gone to. Like she's never gone to a practice, never gone to a grappling tournament. She because you know, I yeah, I don't I don't ever blame her. You know, she has a hard time watching it. Um but so she went to this fight because it was in my hometown and um she was there and as soon as the fight started and he came at me you know throwing punches um they said that she was leaving the row she said i can't watch this and she started leaving the row and before she could get out my dad grabbed her and he was like it's over and she was like what do you mean (laughs) he's like the fight's over and she turned around and i'm running around like jumping around celebrating so well we yeah, have the cool. fight brian we have the fight do you have 14 seconds to spare can you spare I, I 14 so. seconds I guess, I guess, let me check my schedule let's i got it. it i got it I got all right it. now our producer is saying he has the fight so let's see if we can pop this up green closing a modest 135 betting favorite green is in green and battle is in the black all right well, game comes in all very all aggressive puts you up against the stage and uh there's your short right that's the end of that fight done well, there you go. I mean, that was well, it. Hey, doesn't it feel when you have a, a win like this, all the hard work you put in, and it's over like this? How satisfying, especially coming after off of a loss. It must have felt. You tell me how it felt, man. Um, it was because yeah, like you said, you know, we we put in a good hard camp. You know, what I'm saying I felt more prepared than I'd ever felt. Uh, going into a fight and um even even on top of that you know like i said being in my hometown i hadn't fought in charlotte since 2018 i want to say i hadn't fought in north carolina since 2019 so you know i'm there you know um i got all my friends and family there you know what i mean there's just the the love and the support that the people you know i was the second fight on the card but the the venue was almost packed out you know what i mean so um, it was just, it was really a, a magical moment. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's hard to put into words everything that was going through me at that, at that right? It's like right after the knockout, it was just like, yeah, it, it, it was just incredible. You know what I'm saying? It, it was uh, one of the best feelings I've ever felt in my entire life. And not that the loss to Fakhradinov uh, messed up your confidence, but I mean, it's always, I'm sure, some kind of a hit after you lose. Uh, it must have just put you right back where you needed to be mentally too as such because it wasn't like you know he was fighting well he came out very very aggressive um and his punches seemed to be landing i couldn't i'm not sure how many of them were hurting you at all but uh you just seemed to just a, a beautiful perfect counter uh was he hurting you at all uh no no and most of the most of the punches missed they were missing, uh, okay. but you know it's like you know his base was kind of off you know he was kind of coming i think he was trying to fluster me a little bit and um i think he was really looking to set something up like a takedown or, or something eventually um but and i think the crowd got to him a little bit too because you know that's just even if you want to be aggressive like that that's just what he was doing was reckless you know what i'm saying you can't be reckless like that in the ufc um but uh yeah, no, for me, you know, um, I just was waiting for him to end the combination. That's what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, this will end soon. I was like, this will end soon. And then we hit the cage. I was like, oh, he's still going. I was like, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to make me back you up, I'll, I'll back you up. And, you know, he never had the chance to back up. So, um, yeah, you know, 
it, it was definitely a, an interesting game plan on his end. But, uh, you know, at, at this level, you can't come at people like that. You know what I mean? That's right. Like the the aggressive thing that would in real life outside of a cage would, would probably just blitzkrieg somebody uh, and you'd put them out. But but on, on the level you guys are fighting at, you, that's nothing you haven't seen before. Uh, if a guy's going to do that, every punch had better be accurate and every punch had better, you better feel uh, because you're just leaving yourself open for a counter. Um, and it's always yeah. interesting for me is that not a fighter to watch just how you guys are not thrown by the thing that would have devastated me in the mall parking lot. <laughs> Watching a real fighter just back up against the cage and, and just counter beautifully. Well, like you said, like, I mean, if, you know, if you go on the regional scene, there's a lot of times where, you know, coming out and just being really aggressive and tenacious can work for you. But um, at this level, you know, you, 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 you should be able to expect the fighters to have enough composure to kind of measure all those things that you just said, you know what I'm saying? All right. How much, how much is he actually putting on these punches? All right. Is he leaving himself wide open? All right. Where, where are his feet at? You know what I'm saying? Is his head moving? You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, you, you could get away with that on like the regional scene potentially, but um, at this level, um, you just can't leave yourself open. You can't win off pure aggression and tenacity. You have to have um, technique and, um, you know, uh, smart tactics when you're fighting in there. Yo, hey, Brian, only because I knew, I, I remember, I remember from last time when we talked about, uh, I, I, you grew up watching Power Rangers and Dragon Ball Z and anime. Yeah, I want to. I want to tell you something right now because I know you're not going to judge me. Jimmy might judge me. Jimmy can never. Jimmy can be a little bit of a bully. I don't think you <laughs> think of that when you think of Jimmy. But uh, today, guys, one of my black belts, Mondo. Oh, Mondo, what a great guy! He surprised me and he got me and my family and including Uncle Edwin. Uh, we're going to uh, Comic Con. Oh snap! Let's fucking go! Comic Con where in New York? Comic Con in New York, yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, October. So I'll be going. Be crazy. It's going to be in a few weeks. And uh, do you ever? Would you ever see yourself going to one of those to fucking just even just hang out, or would you be like, no, too many geeks in, in uh, you know, cosplay? Oh no, no, no! I'm a hundred percent there. I'm a hundred percent there. You know what I'm saying? I said, um, like I've been to, I haven't been to one in a while, but um. No, no, I'm no, I'm there. I'm looking at all the, the the nerdy, you know, figurines and looking at you know special, uh, rare comics and everything like yes. that. No, I'm in. I'm in there. I'm all up in there. Nerd gasm. It's so yeah. fun. I've gone yeah, and interviewed not- people at them. I've never actually hung out at one, but other than interview people, and they're it's a fascinating uh, group of people. I mean, it's people whose whole lives revolve around that scene. I could have you fit in, Jimmy. I'll dress you like a Jawa. So you see on the chat and they go, and they'll be, I go, Jimmy. But look, <laughs> maybe we could do that another time. Another time. <laughs> yo, yo, Brian Battle. I can't, I can't now, I can't, I can't just say Brian because you have such a cool fucking name. You don't even need a nickname of Brian Battle. Yeah. What are you doing now? What are you doing when you're not fighting now? Give, me, give us a hobby you're doing for the audience. Well, uh-huh. I know you're married, man. What do you like to do? When you, I mean, it could be anything when you're not training. And it could be a Netflix. It could be anything you're watching on a, a streaming. It could be a book. Anything. Talk to me. Well, um, I'll tell you, uh, since, you know, fighting became my job, you know, I need to find like another hobby or whatever. Yes. Um, I've gotten really into open wheel racing. This is so, Well, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Like, like Formula One and uh, IndyCar and stuff like that. 
Wow. So, no, I got, I've gotten really into it. And I like the dynamic of like, you know, um, you know, the driver is really important, but the car is also just because in Formula One, they're not all the same car. Like one car could just be better than the other cars, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, it's like, uh, I love, I love it because, you know, I'm watching it. It's like the focus it takes. They can't make, they have to race for an hour to two hours and they can't have one mental slip the entire time. You know what I mean? They're, you know, they're driving, it, it, you know, their lives are on the line every time, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's, it, it's cool to me because, you know, you need a top tier driver if you're going to win a championship, but um, a top tier driver is not enough. You also need a top tier car for that driver to operate in as like, you know, you need a top tier car, but the top tier car isn't enough. You need a top tier driver to operate that car. Um, and so that's kind of how I feel about being a fighter. Like you need a, um, high fight IQ. You need your, your brain, your reflexes and everything super sharp. But if you don't have like a world caliber, like a, a championship caliber body to be able to pull off those things, you know what I'm saying? If you're not like healthy and taking care of yourself yeah. and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? You need both things working together, the mind and the body working together, kind of like that driver in his car. You know what I'm saying? And it's not surprising because fighters, a lot of you guys are, are very like adrenaline driven, you know, because what you do is so uh, high risk. So it's probably hard for you guys to find anything that you can invest excitement in because what's high risk compared to almost getting knocked out? Oh, that's right. Slamming into a wall doing 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll, you look at racing the way I look at fighting. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I can't comprehend it and the danger associated with it. There's a very, very high price. If you truly fuck up while you're uh, driving. Facts, facts, a hundred percent. The the margin for error is slim to none. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing in fighting. The margin of error is slim to none. So, uh, yeah, no, that's it. So I, I do a lot of carding. So I say that to, I'll do some carding with my buddies. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we do, uh, these like races will be like two hours to five hours long, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm not that great at it, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but it's definitely a lot of fun. That's the that's kind of what I've gotten into since uh, fighting's become my job. That's a great fucking answer. I like I like some people just like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just too busy to do anything. I train. I go, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But that's fucking that's fucking a great answer. I now listen, listen, with those type of things, when you get into something, sometimes you get into like a movie that that like Days of Thunder, Gran Turismo, yeah. Talladega Nights. Is there any movies you like with that type of uh with, with, um, with the uh, Ford versus Ferrari? Um the one with uh Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Oh, what was that? What was that? I guess it was about Ford versus Ferrari. They were about to say, what's that about? That's they were racing the Le Mans and Ferrari was like killing everybody. And Ford wanted to make a a competitive race car. And so it was like Ford taking on Le Mans. I mean, taking off Ferrari into Le Mans. Oh, it was a good movie. No, yeah. If you haven't seen that, I would recommend that one. That's probably my favorite racing movie ever. That's interesting. There are some other ones. There's a good one with Richard Pryor called Grease Lightning. Where he played Wendell Scott, I think. Um, it was a true story based on a, a driver in, I guess, the the fifties or the sixties. Days of Thunder, I've never seen. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of racing movies. Have you seen any of those other films? I've seen Days of Thunder. I've seen Days of Thunder. I didn't see uh, the one with Richard Pryor, but I've seen Days of Days of Thunder is all right. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, uh, I, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I wasted my time, but I also wasn't blown blown away by it. You know what I'm saying? It was. 
it was a it was a good movie you know what i mean it was a solid movie but um you wouldn't see it again I, have you uh have you ever watched rush with um hemsworth and uh i can't remember the other guy no there's a uh yeah i mean you know there's a couple racing movies out there you know what i mean well what are you expecting out of uh oh before i forget joaquin buckley had mentioned you um yeah. and he's a very very exciting fighter and he was complimentary of you uh, yeah. Do you have any desire to fight him, or how do you see that? I think what was he saying? You guys fight in the win against Ian Gary. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's what uh, in in our ideal world back like yeah. two months ago. That's what we were trying to make happen. You know, what I'm saying we're trying to generate some hype. Um, sure. I, I would love to fight Joaquin. That would be a great fight. You know, what I mean, um, like I said, Joaquin. You know, I have nothing against him personally as a dude. He seems like a a, a fun guy, but. Um, you know, professionally speaking, you know, um, I feel like that's that would be the biggest uh matchup I've had to date based off name recognition. And um I feel like it's a great matchup for me. So I would love to fight Joaquin and you know, uh I don't get in a fight with Ian Gary, that's kinda like uh the golden ticket right now, you know what I'm saying? it's hard to it's hard to make that happen, you know what I'm saying? They definitely got some plans with him. So um I'm not really too concerned. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other guys to fight, so many other guys to uh yeah. and and my end goal isn't fighting anyone in particular. My end goal is to be a champion one day. So uh all these other guys, you know, if, if that's what they're trying to do, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have to fight each other eventually. So you know, I do we'll love see. what I do love what a fight sometimes you hear a fighter plan things out. Like I like how Joaquin thinks though. Like I right, look, yeah. me and you will fight. The winner gets Ian Gary, and I, yeah. if uh, if Wonder Boy's not available, then the loser fights Leon Edwards. Like, <laughs> like guys, we just have this map plan that nobody else signed up for. Uh, but yeah. that is a great fight. You guys yeah. is a really great fight. And Ian Gary, I imagine they're going to have, because he's 13 and 0, they're probably going to try to shoot him up uh, a little higher in the rankings, but that's not nothing to do with ability, just just the numbers. No, no. That's just how it is, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So that's why I'm, I'm not too uh and he's made it very clear he doesn't plan on any fighting anyone below him in the rankings so you know that's why i'm not sweating it too much you know what i mean Man, i don't blame taking, him keep taking him out another 20 seconds dude you'll get that fight yeah I, yeah that's what i'm saying it's inevitable you know what i'm saying it's gonna happen one of these days so you know when it happens it happens until then i'll keep on handling uh my business i'll handle aj fletcher on saturday i'll keep on training i'll keep on getting better and you know when we fight you know We'll see what happens. Have a great fight, Brian. Good talking to you as always. Um, and uh, you know, you're a really exciting fighter and uh great it's great having you on. So come back again, okay? Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. All right, man, have a great fight, Brian. We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your fan duel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. 
All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. It's great, man. Yes. Uh, Him and Joaquin is a great fight. I mean, and I, and I like the way Joaquin thinks. But again, it's just not necessarily realistic to think a guy 13-0 would fight down numerically it's just doesn't it's crazy to do that because if you're going to take a loss you might as well take it from fucking you know, Stephen thompson as opposed to someone who isn't ranked yet you know i think of uh the haircut you know mine it's great what's that oh you said the haircut i didn't know who's your yeah mind. and i think of uh fighting and now listen in mma now it's not that big a deal because they can't grab your hair i want to go back to the year uh, fucking what is it uh 1998 the wes not the wec wcc it was one of these things uh-huh. that went under henzo fought in it right it was like it was going to be like another ufc it was pretty nice it, you know it's one of those that was like a one and done event sure but henzo went in he won henzo won he fought three times in one night wow. and he won that and it was great but there was a boxer in a james Waring, and he was a big guy strong and he was tough but he fought a very skilled martial artist. Now, this guy's been around. I'm friendly with him. I, I know him from a long time. His name's Eric Paulson. He's a uh, he's a um a Jeet Kune Do fighter. He's pretty well rounded. And, and he fought in that. He beat beat, and he also fought in Japan. He beat a guy named Jet Ben Spikers, who's a very good judo guy who Henzo would put it to sleep in this competition. Uh and uh how did he put him to sleep? Yeah, that guy in this in back of then, that judo player um wore a gi believe it or not. And Henzo didn't wear a gi. So they had some bad blood there because the guy was a real smart ass. Henzo went to be polite to him at the uh, fighter meeting. And the guy told him he has eyes like his girlfriend and he was being a wise ass to Henzo. Also, pranking Henzo's not phone all night, like ringing the phone all night, messing with him. Yeah. This guy was a piece of work. Henzo put him to sleep with his gi, got his back. It was a good back and forth with uh, as far as with some a little exchange. The yeah. guy was a little player of, of uh, a little flow on the floor. Henzo got his back, got his collar. Henzo's Henzo's a big believer in the gi. He loves it. So that guy had one on. So Henzo used it against him and put him to sleep with it. I, I love that shit. Love it. And then he stepped on his neck, which wasn't very good. And then Cecil Peoples grabbed him. He's like, what are you doing? So that was one of the first times I seen Henzo fight is when he put this judo guy to sleep and he put him those and he uh, stepped on his neck. But the point being, Henzo ended up fighting that, that guy in the finals, James Waring, the boxer. And he beat him, took him down. He closed the distance. Henzo's amazing. And uh, big weight difference. This was before weight classes. But the point, the long point that I'm getting at, is that uh, Eric Paulson ended up fighting that James Waring. And he would grab that hair. He had a ponytail. Now, Eric, who's Eric, who's not a, an idiot, he's a smart guy, he had like a movie role that was coming up. That's why he kept the hair, he said. Because I was always wondering why that. And I heard him in an interview saying that he kept his hair long for some kind of movie role he's going to do, or he's a stuntman or something like that. And uh, I believe he was a stuntman. But so any case, so the guy wrapped his hands around the hair. And even though he's a skilled martial artist, it just had that control of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a fight, that's, that's a fucking problem, man. You ever see some girls fighting and they're still mounted sure. on their head? Talk about controlling somebody's posture. <laughs> yeah, they really do grab each other's hair, and both of them are ducked down. Like they're both walking, like kind of, uh, like like uh, bent over, facing the ground because of their hair. By the way, speaking of gi chokes, please, I was uh, I was attempting some today, 
And uh, I noticed that my hands were a little short. I wasn't getting deep enough on the collar. It was an ineffective gi choke. So I need to work on that. You know, I like when you talk jujitsu, Jimmy. I like it. I just talk about things I'm not good at because that's what I would. Yeah. I would so, like. I was shown how to adjust, though. Mike showed me how to adjust. I, I think it was the uh, the top hand. He showed me how to to readjust it and then get a better grip, which I did. You know, I like that. If you look on my Instagram today. Uh, I did a post or tomorrow. It'll still be there. And I did a sitting to Uma Plata. Sometimes you get locked up standing up with a guy who's a better Judica. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, who's a better wrestler. Or you're like, yo, I'm not getting this guy down. I just hope he puts me down gently type of shit. So you can either sit the guard into sweeps or you can sit the guard into submissions instead of just pulling guard. Uh, so I'm a big believer in sitting into reversals, sitting into uh, submissions. So I see it's so funny because one of my um, uh, psych, uh, Jedi psycho Gary Starr, one of my my black belts, he teaches for me. And um, he's been sitting to the Uma Plata. And then at a Coinka Dink, I saw this guy, um, Lovato Jr., who's so good. He's an American jiu-jitsu guy. He's so good, this guy. I, I'm a big fan. I like him. Yeah, he used to fight MMA, too. He's a champion in MMA. Yeah. But a uh, very good jiu-jitsu guy. I said him do it at the Masters Worlds. I'm like, that's the same thing that uh, Psycho's doing. Let me play with it. And I instantly got in the arsenal. I like it so much. So I've been repping it and teaching it. And Is that what you're doing here? I'm just watching your... Oh, that's what I'm doing. And yeah. with this one, you can go right into the finish. But then when I... this At that, that part, that was the second part where when I went into it, he did a correct defense. So when he went to defend it, I went with it, and then I rolled back into the Umaplata. You understand? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That that part was that that was you know I've been doing that for years with the them defending and me rolling back into it. It rolls back in harder, and then they can't roll out or defend because I got their far arm with the underhook. Are they but, supposed uh, to roll over when you're about to do? do that? I'm, I'm very inexperienced with the Umaplata. Yeah. You're supposed Sometimes, to roll over. Yeah, if, if they but they can't roll over because I have him around the, the back, you know. I'm grabbing around his back so he can't roll over. So he faces me and he puts his outside knee and outside arm to my butt and to underneath my butt, and they pull me on top to relieve the pressure. And then when I go over, instead of just settling on crossroad, I roll right back and attack the arm again. So it's fun. Hey man, Ooh, oh, okay. Plata, please. But that's so funny because that whole time when I was explaining that. I was looking at you and in my heart was breaking because I thought, all right, I got to be professional because Jimmy's texting somebody or looking at something when I'm telling him this nice story. And then I realized, Jimmy, I realized you were looking at me. I was watching I your, your video. And then I got happy again. Yes. Okay. See, but I know if someone tries to choke me, I do, I do understand. I'm just going to answer the phone. You know who's calling. You know it. It, could, like it could be the Sandman. Yo, you're, you're right. Because it could be the Sandman. You're right. Or it could be Mr. Grim fucking Reaper. So, hey, depends on the situation, huh? Huh? You know what's funny, Jimmy? What, I, uh, let me ask you before you. What do they say to do that for? Is that the head and arm choke? What When they say yeah. answer the phone, what choke is it that they're saying? Well, it is the, it's like when you, the other day when you were saying the triangle. I thought you said the arm triangle, but you were saying the triangle. But the triangle, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. The triangle, the, uh, the arm triangle or the head and arm choke. When they do, then they have you, they're mounted. And they have your arm like this, and they just strangle you. How yeah. um, Islam Makachov got uh, Charles Oliveira. That's right, yeah. So with that, if you bring your hand in here, it's supposed oh, to give some space to try to 
open up this carotid artery, but they'll just sure. compress this. They'll compress this. Ooh. And so that's no good. So what you need to do is the arm that's trapped, the near side leg, you interlock your fingers and you grab around that leg and you straighten it. That way your, uh. your carotid artery gets open. Okay. I'll show you when we're together. Yes, I would like but, that. I'm, oh, yes. We have uh, Muhammad Usman in the waiting room. Let's bring him in. He's fighting uh, Jake Collier this Saturday. Now, when's the last time we've seen him? Uh, Muhammad's last fight, he beat Junior Taffa in April. Uh, it was a decision. And Junior Taffa just had a win. Yeah, man. I, dude, I say we all go shirtless. Who wants to go shirtless? I am going to want and not going to do that. To? We can't hear you, Muhammad. Get the, we have to have the audio on. So we, I know he hears us. We don't hear you, and we need to because this is great. But Jim, we should Jimmy, we should all yes. do this. It would be great for a great video viral clip. It would not be a viral. It'd be like, who are these two fighters and who is like, this man with breasts? Who's the little guy with the tits? <laughs> yeah, who's the little guy with turkey tits? I'm not doing it. I say when he comes back in, we all take our shirts off. I disagree. I unless I unless I film like this. Can I take my shirt off? Go ahead. He has his shirt off. I know. All the guys are doing it, but you know who's not? Yeah, for people who don't know, Matt is any excuse to take his uh, shirt off. Matt's like a fucking stripper at a barbecue. Down, dick, down, down. <laughs> any excuse? Oh, any excuse? Oh, 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 yeah, let's fucking go. Let's, let's go. go. There he let's is. Do How it. you doing, you sir? Yes, we got you now. Yes. Mind. Okay, you sounds good, man. This is You're not gonna do it with us. You're not gonna do it with us. I am certainly not gonna do it with you because it would just it would ruin the aesthetics. Come it on, would ruin man. the aesthetics. Two guys in shape. Yeah, I can't do it. Yes, let's go. I, hey, to be honest though, Muhammad, I, Yasada, I got a flamethrower for a cock. I am pissing dirty. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm just letting you know. So I almost feel like a cheater because I don't deserve these veins. But oh, right. it's just jujitsu. My man, how you been, bro? We miss you, good. man. We want to see you back in action. We're so happy you're back. Yeah, man. I've been good, man. Uh, I've been training hard this camp, man. I've just, you know, I've just been in that. I just been at a place of just constant improvement. Yeah, you feel good. Now you're coming up uh, against uh, Jay Collier. Has lost four out of five, and I always think when a guy's on a streak like that, I mean, you guys are always dangerous. But you know, you know that he's somebody who's in a really – it's a tough spot to be in when you've lost three straight. Uh, are you looking at him as somebody who's kind of coming in feeling like almost desperate for a win? 100%. Um, uh, you know, at, in general, I think I said this the first time we kind of spoke. Everybody's going to want to fight me like it's their Super Bowl because of my last name. Right. So on top of that, and then you have a guy that's with his back against the wall, almost like a wounded animal. I know he's going to come out swinging. He's going to come out swinging for the fences. And, uh, you know, if he if he watched my last fight, he's thinking, you know, let's just come out there. And uh, all these guys, you know, a heavyweight, I don't, you know, if he blows his load, that's on him. But I know he's going to come out swinging uh, for the fences. Yeah, and there's nobody, any, anybody at heavyweight, I mean, they say the power is the last thing to go. And no matter how good you are, I mean, you get hit by another heavyweight. You feel it. Uh, that, that's the one, the, the biggest danger at your weight class is that even a, a slight mistake punch could take somebody out. 100%. Uh, yeah, there's, the thing about my weight class is you have to come, you have to continuously be on your goal, all your guard, the whole fight. There's no one time when you're like, oh, let's fight like these little guys and bounce around. No, 
these guys are trying to throw every punch, any punch can land could, could put you to sleep. And you, I'm reading about Muhammad that he picked up MMA while working at a lifetime fitness, but it's like that's kind of unusual to me because it's like. Wasn't your brother already training and stuff or no? Yeah, yeah. See, my I was still trying to I was still trying to play football at the time, you know. So so I basically once I got released, I was just training, working at LA Fitness, and then I would train during my breaks. And then uh I, me and my coach, you know, it's one of those moments when the thing lights up on your on the top of your head. I was just yeah. like, Coach, I'm gonna start fucking fighting. He was like, What? I said, shit, bro's doing it, he's having success, and I'm over here trying to get picked up by a team. It's almost like I'm 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 getting left behind, so I was just like at this point in my life I was just like man I'm gonna do it, so then I, I then I, so I just started training bro five months and then did my first pro fight. When you were like when Kamara was training, were you were you a naturally like were you a guy that had a lot of fights growing up or did you just know that you're strong and you're obviously a great athlete? What made yep. you say hey I can I can tr make this transition? Uh, you know of course you know of course Corner and my brother I've seen a mental reps of things. I've been on this bit, you know, just been there with him the whole step. I've kind of just, you know, the mental reps are just as important as physical reps. Like every time I would go, I would just soak up a little bit, soak up a little bit, not really, not really indulging in it, you know, just soaking up everything, seeing how he trains, how his focus is and everything. And, uh, and it just, it was just something that went off in my head. I don't know. I was just training with my coach for football. And then after training, I kind of just looked at him and said, coach, I think I'm going to start fighting. And uh, he was like, what? He's like, just go, fuck it. Let's do it. And then I uh, just started training and uh, just wanted to get my body in shape for fighting because football shape and fighting shape are completely different. I just was like, you know what? Once I get in enough shape that I can start learning this stuff, then I'll pick it up fairly fast. And, uh, and I did. Now, there's something interesting about, or something like in particular when it comes to uh, combat sports, the one-on-one -on -one aspect. You've definitely, I'm sure, had glory on the football football field. What is the you've and you've certainly had glory in the uh in the cage. What do you feel? What is the differences in oh, those in, in those in those feelings of victory? The man, the, the difference, like when people ask me this, man, it's uh you know, you always get that rush. Like, you know, I played football. I'm a defensive end, you know, so you can kind of feel my energy. Like when I come off the edge and I just completely destroy the tackle and come around the edge and just smash the quarterback and, you know, yeah. hopefully knock his helmet off or do something disgusting and get up and just yell at the crowd. <laughs> that's that's kind of a that's kind of the rush that I get. But MMA is a little bit more of a rush. Like I can't explain it. Like Rashad was telling me it's a it's a legit drug. You know, it's a. I don't know, you know, it's not, I'm not a junkie on the street, but that, that rush you get from MMA is definitely what those junkies are feeling because it's a rush that you can't explain. It's uh, you don't feel anything. You just feel just this excitement of a rush, especially when you KO somebody, you just feel this rush that, and then I told my coach, like a KO feels like nothing. When you KO somebody, it feels like it's just perfect. It feels, it doesn't even feel like you swung hard. It doesn't feel like anything. It just feels like you touched the guy. Well, it's domination on a weird level because you're not bullying someone. You're actually fighting another qualified killer and knocking him unconscious. I, I really can't think of anything that would feel better than that. Nothing. It's, that's, it's perfect. Uh, it's alone. No, it's a bunch of guys. Yeah, this is just football you and that guy. Compare. Yeah, football does not compare. And, uh, you know, and I love football, man. It was my sport growing up. I was blessed to do it. I naturally had gifts for football. But when it comes to fighting, 
it's just a different energy, different feeling when you, it's a gladiator, when you go against another man and you completely destroy him and, uh, and, and just ha get your hand raised or get a knockout. It's a feeling that you walk back to the locker room knowing months of training, all this hard work you put in, and uh, it paid off for this 15 minutes, 25 minutes of glory. It's funny, man. I was watching the fights last night with uh, one of my black belts, my Jedi Tony, and uh, he was asking me, oh, do you miss it? And it's like, I don't miss it, but I do feel like lucky to have those feelings that I, I listened to a good song. I remember just knocking out Frank Trigg and I'm like, I feel that you feel, you still feel it. Like you have those memories that'll always be with you in the rocking chair. So, you know, when you do walk away, you'll always have those moments with you. It's yeah. Really and that's what I was talking about with uh, Rashad Evans last night. Uh, he called me, we talked a little bit and he was just like, man, uh, He's just like, you know, because I told him, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to you have to be able to talk to your your OGs in the game to, to kind of help you understand. Because people say it's pressure, but, uh, you know, to a certain extent, we all have it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 0-3, if you're 10 and 0, that, that feeling that you have, that adrenaline rush before the fight. And, you know, that pressure, you always going to have it, you know. And Rashad was telling me, just, uh, just hold it, you know, just fucking just you're here, man. You're, you know, you're, you're here. You made it. You made it to this yeah. level, man. Just fucking love it. And uh, yeah. because when it's gone, it's gone, bro. So just fucking, just own that, man. You just own that pressure. It's no fucking True. pressure. Just own it and just be in the moment and just, just go out there and do what you do, man. And, yeah. uh, and I, I really appreciate him for that. And then, uh, kind of put me back to, to my, where I'm, where I need to be because, uh, I really have. I really put in my fight, man. Every fight that I fight, man, is the most dangerous fight ever. It's the most, more craziest fight ever because everybody's gonna come with everything they got for me, you know. And uh, it's it's helped me put myself myself on a different level of no matter what, I'm gonna get my hand raised. I'm gonna come out of there with a win. And you were, I know you made it to San Diego to the practice squad, and I actually think fighting is probably a safer route. Than NFL, I, I think there's more long-term damage in football than in, in, in fighting uh, because of the amount of hits in practice and every fucking 100%. snap you're taking hits. Um, is there anybody in the NFL? We've seen a few guys, Greg Hardy, yourself, and a few other guys who have made that transition. Is there anybody in the NFL who you think would make a good fighter who actually could actually transition to the UFC? Oh man, I, I can I couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly say you know there's a lot of these guys that are freakishly strong freakishly all these things you know that's just part of being an NFL athlete you just have a lot of freakish gifts you know so I could say any of them honestly because uh, it's just about just it's just about really put the work in you know because I say that but let's give them a couple months in here and then you start feeling all these things in your body and you know a lot of guys will stop showing up <laughs> you that's know right. you get to a you get to a certain level that. You have to make a mind up in your mind that this is really what you want to do because there's no glory really in this. This is a, a choice. You know, you make this choice to you want to really, really do this. And once I really understood that, uh, I went to a different level in it where it's like you completely indulge in this is like I'm a mixed martial artist now. I'm not a football player no more. I am a MMA fighter, mixed martial arts fighter. You know, I've completely indulged myself in it now that I feel like I'm just attached from that. Of course, I'll still always have that in my pedigree. But uh, I'm a complete fighter now. Plus, yeah, I guess it's hard to tell when you've never seen other players, no matter how strong they are, you've never seen them take a punch or how do they, uh, how do they yes. handle jujitsu? So I guess exactly. it is a tough question because you've never seen them in those situations. Exactly. And it's just, uh, 
And it's really just being patient too. You know, I had to learn that about this sport, man. Just patience. You know, I'm not going to be the, the best guy every day. I go to the training room anywhere, but you know, I'm an, I, I can be the guy that always shows up. And, uh, and, uh, that for me is, uh, is what got me. I feel like to this point, just show up, you know, you show up, you know, it, you, your body could be banged up, could be whatever, you know, if I show up every day, I get better every day. And uh, I have to test that to, you know, my coaches. Yeah. Hey, Muhammad, on a day off, give us a hobby. What do you like to do as a hobby or, or anything that you're streaming on, on the, the streaming services or a book you're reading? Give us give us a little nugget. What do you like to give us a hobby you like to do? Oh, man, uh, I, I like to read books, you know, like uh, I like audio books, you know, like I have my, like I have a coach, Coach Tremaine, that uh, he'll send me he'll send me different books for me to read, especially going towards, you know, closer to the fight, you know, like uh, like get into neutral. You know, I've read different books like that, you know. Oh, what's I that just, about? Uh, what yeah. is that about? Uh, get into neutral is about like uh, it's uh, you know, he, he speaks of like uh, Russell Wilson, Kobe Bryant, all these guys that like. It's basically about like, you know, like our nerves, the nerves that you yeah. get that we naturally get from competing. It's yeah. about getting to a place where, you know, neutral. Let's say you're you're losing and you're getting beat up, you're losing or something. He says there's a thing you can do. There's certain things you can do, which we should all we all have that kind of helps you get into a middle neutral ground. You know, neutral is a place that you can always get to that you can go up or down, you know, you know, instead of being so down you know, or being so up. You want to be neutral because when you're neutral, you can you can uh, observe things, you can react, you can do whatever you need to when you're in a neutral ground. When you're not in a neutral ground, you're just everywhere. But when you're neutral, you can focus, you know, like even with me, like I've learned something crazy. I know you guys are going to laugh, but my getting to neutral is cleaning. You know, it's certain things you can do to put yourself at a neutral state, to put your mind at a neutral state. For me, it's cleaning. Whenever I clean, I put my mind back into this neutral concentrated focused state and uh i know that sounds crazy but organizing and cleaning is my thing uh, that's how i get to neutral and Are i you, have do you have a little ocd do you have a little I'm ocd oh, yeah. <laughs> if i show y'all my room right now y'all be like oh okay this guy you're very neat uh i have to because let's say you wake up you know late which i don't but let's say you wake up late you know, you know where everything is. I can just boom, 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 plug and play. I'm ready to go out the door. You know, I don't want to, I never wanted to be that guy that's like, where's my socks? You know, you're looking around everywhere, looking. I know where everything is. I know how to grab everything, put everything in my box. I know where all my supplements are. I have everything where it just makes it more efficient for me that this is something less that I have to focus on because I got so much on my mind already. I got to get this book. I yeah. am not, I am in reverse. I'm not, I couldn't find any socks today. I'm not wearing socks. I wear I wear, cro I wear Crocs a lot. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna change your world, man. It's gonna change it. I need to get a neutral. Yeah, and I th I think you uh, starting in 2016. I, I I think that's really uh, pretty amazing, especially with uh, Kamaro being your brother. I think it's harder than what other people have had to do because you had to kind of go back to zero and go, I was a, a, a this high-level football player, and now I'm the new guy in the gym, and I have the last name Usman, so they're expecting something of me or they're judging me differently. I, I think that is a harder leap than a lot of guys have had to make. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know, thank you. Thank you, Kamaru, for being a legend. You know, uh, you know, thank you. You made, you made it a little harder on me, brother, but thank you. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I've, I've kind of made peace with it because it's kind of, it's really raised my level because uh, I, it is, man. I'm not going to sit there and say it's not hard. It's hard. You know, like, uh, 
like 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 uh, like Les Brown uh, says, you know, when you read these little things, he said, when it's hard, you do it hard. So I've kind of I've kind of made peace with it being hard and done everything hard. You know, I work hard and uh, I'm prepared to go where I know a lot of these guys aren't willing to go to win. Well, you're 10 and 2. I mean, you have a great record. Uh, that's an excellent record, 10 and 2. So you're on your way and uh, you're, you're fun to watch. And uh, look, I'm looking forward to this fight Saturday. This is a great card from top to bottom. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you fighting, you know, higher and higher in the ranks uh, in, in the coming, uh, you know, months and, and, and near years. I don't want to say coming years. You know, by, by this time next year, I'm just sure you'll be fighting higher in the ranks. So always good talking to you, Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. Thank you guys, man. And uh, I feel great. I'm in the best shape I've been in since I played football. So, uh, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good one. I know he's going to come. And, yes. But, he, you know, I'm coming too. Fuck, man. Have you a know, great just like fight. Beyonce, we here. Yeah, I love it, man. And if I was in the shape like that, I wouldn't even own a shirt. I like it. Muhammad, <laughs> do your thing, bro. Have a great fight Thank Saturday. You. Thank you, guys. I'm going to have a great fight. Okay, All buddy. Right. We'll talk to you again. Yes, sir. Okay, be good. We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Yeah, I see why Kamaru, we didn't get to this, but Kamaru likes to have Muhammad as kind of like a hype guy in his corner. Like you can see how his energy is a very, very focused, positive energy. He's, you know what I mean? He's like a laser, uh, Muhammad. So yeah, that, that's a great place to be. Yeah. Uh, yes, I like him a lot too. He's a very, very, uh, it, it's you like- You can't not like him. He's like jovial, like, yeah. Like, you, know who, you know who shouldn't like him? Jay Collier. Anybody who he's about to punch should probably not like him. But aside from that, I can't see why you wouldn't like him. I'm with you on that. Uh, you know, there were some contracts handed out. Yeah, five, I think. Am I correct? Five or four? Uh, only, only one fight, Matt, did not have a contract. Let me, let me go back true. and look. Fucking old man, bad memory I have. I feel, you know what I feel bad about? When the, with the, with the, it was a good fight. It was a, it was a draw with the, uh, with the girls, you know, with Stephanie uh, Luciano. And, uh, yeah, you know, I missed draw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what? A oh, unanimous yeah. draw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Talia, uh, what is it? Talita. Talita Allencar. Yeah. I feel horrible because they were both like holding hands during when he's announcing it. Yeah. But they're holding hands, interlocking fingers, and they're both like, maybe he'll take both of us. So, okay. Unfortunately, one girl's 23 and the other one's 32. So, Stephanie Luciano is 23. So the young lady got a contract and, you know, 
um, unfortunately for Talita, yeah, she, she did but, not. But listen, man, she'll get another fight. She'll get another fight. Yeah, and, but uh, you know, also I want to mention, oh, uh, you know, our guy uh, Dylan Montello, who's uh, one of one of a Saralongo fighter, great, huh. great guy, powerful, and uh, he got actually put to sleep on sure. kind of rear naked choke by um, uh, Kenan. Chuski, uh, yeah, Chuski, who was a who's a stud, and that was shaping up to be a, a, a hell of a fight. And when I was talking to Longo after Longo goes, that's his type of fight too. Yeah, that's a fight where I think he said he thinks that you know you know he would have got him sooner or later, but that did not happen. He got taken out with a uh, with a submission and he got put to sleep. So you know, Dylan will be back and congrats to Kanan. Sure. I mean? And then and, and uh, there were four contracts, man. I was incorrect. Yes, I said yeah, four four out of five. Yes. And uh, Igor De Silva, uh, a, a TKO over uh, over Jonata Silva in the uh, second round. It was a great night of fights. And Daniel James Allen, uh, congratulations! Uh, yes, uh, decision over Jacoby Jones. Uh, um, let's uh, promote the fights. This oh, week. Shamil Gazayev, of course, over Greg Valesco. I don't want a first round sub. Sorry, so I don't want to. Yes, of course. Uh, this Saturday, let me uh, uh, a great fight. Matus um, Gamrod against Rafael Fazeev. That is this Saturday, September the 23rd in Vegas. Nice and early. ESPN uh, Plus at 4 o'clock is the prelims. Main card, 7 o'clock. ESPN Plus. Uh, so, yeah, great early fights on Saturday. So, um, you know, you don't have to get the pay-per-view. So, uh, I suggest God damn right watch. you don't, man. Yes, by the way, uh, thank you, Jake. He did say, Dana, uh, Shevchenko-Grasso 3 will happen. And it's the biggest fight for both of them. It should happen. And I think he was talking about that 10-8 round. I think it should happen, too. That's been bothering me uh, all week. Like, I just don't understand how the fuck this guy justifies that. Referee or or judges should at times have to be held accountable in front of other judges to go. I watched that again, that round, that last round. They were standing for three and a half minutes. They were trading. Uh, Valentina was landing. Her jab was landing. Overhand right was, was landing. And Alexa was landing. Uh, and I think Valentina took her down and got reversed. And I think that's how uh, uh, she wound up on her back. I, I believe Valentina took her down or went for that takedown. And then uh, Alexa went up on her back. That is such a fucking egregious, horrible uh, uh, round scoring that they should investigate uh, any any uh, possible motives to that. That is, it's one of the worst no. things I've seen in years, if not ever. It was, it was, it was egregious. Um, this. I'm going to tell you the three. I'm going to want you to plug whatever you have to plug because there's there's three. Not there's three things I have to do right now. Okay, uh, let me see. Shit. No. Well, you want me? To, you want me to tell you because that's one of them. Let me plug. Plug. You me. have to shit tonight, 7 p.m. Fat black pussycat. It sells out every week, so come down. And I'm coming up to see our Canadian fans September the 28th in Toronto for the Just for Last Festival. What are, what are the other two things you have to do, Matt? Oh, um, well, the first one was caca, and the other one was a poop. Oh, but look, <laughs> before, listen, yeah, caca poopa duty. Listen yeah. to me, that's from um, a Mel Brooks movie when he's yeah. trying to explain something, sure, using some language, and they're like, there's <clears throat> kids in the audience, and he's like, Well, the the you take the caca poopa duty, like it was just hysterical. Let Mel me just before we go, I know you have to, shit. the main card, Raphael yeah. Fazeev yeah. at 12 and 2. Okay, Does good. battle with Matus Gamrod at twenty-two and two. Matt, this is gonna be it's a good one. It's gonna be good, Jimmy. Dan Ige, 
Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. Co-main event. That's a great card. If Michelle you're Waterson's not happy back. about that, Michelle Waterson, go Danny, I gotta use, Yeah, Michelle Waterson's back. The karate, karate. I can't wait for the show. I Marina Rodriguez. Give me, I gotta go to the bathroom. No, 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 I know. Brian Battle, who we just had on, Matt, a great time against AJ no, no, Fletcher. No, no, no. Ricardo Ramos. Yeah, that's the whole card. Who's the give? Charles Jordan opening up the card. And let's oh. not forget the prelim. <laughs> no, Jimmy, that's gonna be so good. Listen, right. everybody. I Jimmy, I love you, man. I love you, Matt. See you guys. Thank you very much to Muhammad um and to Brian. And uh we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. Oh shit. got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.